Hello, one and all, and welcome to Here's the Thing, the podcast where we tell you the thing about a thing. My name's Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by Tyler May. How's it going, Tyler May? Good, Josh Owens. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic. <clears throat> this is the most professional opening we've had since we have started. I called you sir. I know. I like it. <laughs> I can get um, used to that. Yeah, man. So... Uh, it's been a good, it's been a good week. I actually feel like we, this has been one of the longest weeks of my life. So I feel like we haven't, I feel like we skipped a week, let's, but we did, we did not. Let's dig right into it, man. Why has it been a long week for you? So Josh, I know the answer to this question, but I'm asking for the, <laughs> for the benefit of the listeners. So last time, two weeks ago, we talked about, you were kicking off the new year. 2017 is going to be the best year ever. Mm-hmm. I came back last week and said that week one was fantastic such a good week well here we are another weekend and even though week one was really really good week two was even better nice see what i did there i was worried it was gonna go (laughs) i know the other way i'm gonna do i'm gonna do that to you 50 50 more times this year i'm gonna fall for it every time (laughs) um no it really was a good second week so you mentioned last week i was starting some new things from a career standpoint yeah man and i did and it has been really, really good, really fun, really busy. I haven't slept a whole lot, but I've had a good time uh, learning some new things. And that's what's great about life is man has no limits. We are that's only true. limited by our own selves. That's true. I don't you know, know why I ended that thought on such like a, like a weird optimistic quote. You, well, but, you just reminded me. I have a quote that goes along with that that I'll bring up later. Okay, great. Because it like I've I've been thinking about it a lot. You know what I should but. do on here? I have an app that gives me a quote of the day every day, and I should uh, on the days that we podcast. Yeah, man. I should read my quote of the day. I like it. I like. I, I'm not going to read every quote that I get. We can add I'll a read, segment. I'll read the one for the day. All right. Well, look. When you ask about the week from now on, we're almost at our one year mark. Not really, but we're like Close. eight months in, nine months in, ten months yeah. in. Yeah. So. I'll start. That'll be a new thing I do. I like it. Are okay. you good with that? I'm. We just I made a. It. We just made a decision on the air. A real time decision. A real time decision. Our listeners got to enjoy that with us. Okay, so here's today's quote by John D. Rockefeller. Okay, good. I like that guy. There's he a center. Stuff. There's a center named after him in New uh-huh. York City. I believe. This is Johnny Boy talking, not me. <clears throat> I believe. That every right implies a responsibility, every opportunity, an obligation, every possession, a duty. End quote. That's deep. That is real deep. You could really it's, break that down. It's very apropos to. for our uh, our culture now. Also. Yeah, absolutely. I really like that. So that's our quote of the day. I believe every right implies a responsibility, every opportunity, an obligation, and every possession, a duty. I like mm. it. Mm. I like it. Um, but to to wrap up the week for me, it was real good, exciting. Um, uh, man, I'm trying to think. I should have thought ahead of time of something unique. So I go into people's attics now is what I do. So did I send You're... you any like video footage of that? No, not yet. I should. So I work well after dark. And so what will happen. That's creepy. There's some days where I'm in attics before the sun comes up, and on the same days I'm still going in attics. I know this sounds horrible to some people, but it's really not that bad. It's kind of cool. Um, 
It won't be so cool in the summertime, though. <laughs> Temperature joke. I don't know why I did a Dracula laugh. (laughs) It was very Dracula-esque. It was like the Um, Count on Sesame Street. Yeah, it was like a fake Dracula. (laughs) It was like Dracula on Broadway, but like the understudy, not the guy that actually got the gig, the guy, the backup Dracula. Not like the real Dracula. Not like the real Dracula. Sorry, there's there's (laughs) a massive tragedy happening outside my window. Listen, audience, we talked for a good 30 (laughs) minutes before we got on this call. And nothing. nothing. And as soon as we start. It's okay. It's the nature. It's just, that's the thing that happens to when you do that. Okay. So you go in these attics and you do an inspection. I won't go into the whole boring, you know, I won't go into all that, but I got to say, it's kind of creepy. I dude, my growing up, our house had an attic. It was a very old house. You know, like the old wood floors, like old wooden doors with the, like the, the panels on them and like the old metal doorknobs oh. that don't really work with the skeleton keyholes, like that type of a house. <laughs> yeah. And it had an attic and I would not go up there without somebody with me. And I was yeah. like, I was young, but like that was where all the cool toys were that I only got to play with every now and then. It was like the Play-Doh and like that kind of stuff was up yeah. there. Yeah. And so now, I did you have like a stair? It. Did you have a staircase leading up into the attic? Yeah, there was a door leading from my sister's bedroom. See, that's nice. Like up a staircase. Yeah, it wasn't like the weird like pull down ladder thing. Well, there's a bunch of those, and there's a bunch where I've crawled into holes that are a little bit bigger than the size of my body, oh, and then I, I crawl, like and then I crawl around in, in dirty fifty year old spaces that are a little nope. bit bigger than the size of my body. Nope, don't like that. Don't like that at all. That's where it gets real creepy. And then you have like a headlamp on, but your battery starts to die, so it starts flickering a little bit, mm. like from extreme darkness to. Nope. And that's how you die of spiders. You die of spiders. You sure can, dude. It's it's definitely um, it. The money is there, but there, there's going to be a moment. I haven't really had it yet. I've come close, but there's going to be a moment where I question whether what I'm doing is worth any amount of there's money. There's going to be a moment where you call Joe and you're like, listen, man, I appreciate the opportunity, but <laughs> it's, been, it's been a good, then, it's been a good 40, 42 days. Lunch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Better you than me. That's maybe I, I, I should, know. maybe I should work a leverage deal whenever that time comes like look buddy <laughs> um no it's good man it's it's really cool and unique i'll have to start sending you some videos i've sent some to casey and um i sent a few to my mom and like you know like a mother she's like what are you doing because yeah. you know that uh, like there's so many risks yeah. like the psych psychopath whose attic you're in could shut the shut the door and then you're their yep. pet for the for the rest of eternity there could be a person unbeknownst to the homeowner living oh, in that attic. waiting in that attic? That and has happened. I, don't tell me that. It, look, I'm just concerned for your safety is why mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I th- it my, has happened. I think the highest risk for me, though, is taking one bad step and falling through the roof and landing on their dining room table. That would be what I ended up doing. What I would Yeah, I mean, doing. I've come close a few times, and it's only been a few days. Mm. There, there's some attics where you don't know where to step because it's covered in blown in insulation and you're just kind of feeling around really working out your upper body because you have these v-truss rafters you're like hanging on yeah so you're kind of swinging you're stepping a little bit but you're you don't want to put too much you don't want to put too much confidence in where you're stepping so you're yeah. hanging 
you're distributing equal amount of body weights, left arm, right arm, left leg, right leg, and you're just hoping that this is not the time that mm. this thing happens to you. There was a hokey pokey joke in there somewhere, but I <laughs> missed it. Ah, man. Sorry. Well, good, man. I should so have slowed, <laughs> slowed that sentence down for you so you could have found it. That's all right. If, if I was a pro, I could have jumped in. But, <laughs> um, but anyways, so you're, yeah, you're enjoying it? It's it's going good? Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely different um, different than anything I've done before, and I am excited. It allows my wife to, to be able to stay home with our child and future child living right with living within her at the moment. Right on. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, nope. no you threw me off because you said future child and i forgot you guys were expecting for a second so i was like yeah i guess i guess harper is also a future child she, so. yeah yeah no the future the uh, second another one the other gotcha. one that's okay um good week though man how about you tell me about your week we haven't talked we usually talk a little bit about something that's happening but we haven't talked really at all about no i i mean um i'm closer to starting school um, I've narrowed it down to a couple online, uh, universities that I'm looking at. So I'm excited about that. That's awesome. Are you going to be strictly online when you do that? Yeah. Um, cool. I, I don't see any other way for me to be able to get it done. Yeah. Um, so especially with a wedding coming up and everything else. So, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, we got a couple things coming up or a couple things in my, like a couple universities in mind. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, I've narrowed it down to a couple choices, for a major um mm, that's so, tough yeah and it, i mean i changed majors like twice when i was in college the first time around so who knows i may end up changing this time too but <laughs> well that's the cool thing when you're starting out is the reality is from what i remember you can still apply a lot of what you're spending money on in the courses yeah. you're taking on multiple majors so until yeah. you're too far in and at that point, you realize you've—if you change if majors, you lose a bunch of credits. Yeah, if you're in your to. junior year and you're like, "Is this really what I want to do?" <laughs> that's probably a mistake. That's um, what I—that's the decision I made about. It was about college altogether and not my major. <laughs> yeah, same here. I, like I was ask, in my senior year though, and I was oh, like, "Oh, really? ah, Screw this!" Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know that. And we went to a unique college, and I know we've alluded to that, and we'll definitely allude to it next week. Next week's episode, if I may plug it, you—we should. We we'll plug it now and at the end of the podcast, but yeah. it's gonna be a it's gonna be a doozy. It's it's I gonna d- be very exclusive. So this is not the episode that I was talking about last week. If you listen to the end of last week's episode, I said I had something I wanted to talk about, and if we talked about it this week, you were going to want to tune in. This is not that episode. Not to say that you should tune out. Listen, <laughs> listen to this episode. This will be a good one too. But um, we have another person that we want to bring on that is also passionate about this subject. Yeah. And, so. and, and the other thing is like one week wasn't even enough time. Like it's going to be, it's going to be even better for the listeners that we have the extra seven days to like really get revved up and start processing where yeah. we're headed with that. It's going to be good. All that to say people are going to be interested. And I will also say people are probably going to get angry. Some people are probably going to get angry. <laughs> Which is okay because and if our fine. podcast, yeah, if our podcast is doing what it's supposed to, it's supposed to stir thought and emotion, whether that be good or bad. Right. And I have a lot of podcasts that I've listened to that I some of my favorite ones make me angry or th- are thought provoking, and I leave with questioning. It's a true story. Questioning lots of things. So, um, 
Yeah, that's going to be real good. But anyways, back to the college thing. So yeah, I I yeah. finished up my junior year, and <laughs> not a lot of people do this, but you one up to me, so I feel better. But I was just well, not really. You just walked away. Yeah. I was asked to leave. <laughs> you, were, like we, you don't, we, it's not that we, you, we don't, you can't go to college somewhere. We just don't want you here. Just not here. Any at this one <laughs> anymore. I, um, yeah. And then I, so I stopped trying to go back cause yeah. I, tr- I tried to fight it a couple of times. And then yeah. when, they were, when they were insistent, I was like, okay, well, no. Yeah. I, 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 uh, for me, I got what I came for, um, which was just to date my wife. We're from, you know, we grew up 10 minutes away from each other here in Richmond. But yeah, um, I went up there, dated her for a couple of years, <clears throat> made some friends. You know, the opportunity I have now career wise, multiple opportunities that I've had in the past have all been from that move. So I yeah, definitely don't. Re- yeah. I mean, everything. Dude, our friendship, man. If I didn't I- go to college. Yeah, that's so very true. There is, man, that could go. You could go hours on how different life would be if, if, you know, if I hadn't gone up there and the things that led to the other things. Yep. Um, but anyways, uh, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely crazy. It's crazy how that worked, how that worked out. I mean, I just decided to get married, got married super young, 20 years old. And, uh, and that's, that's the thing I did. That's what happened. And I don't know a lot of 20 year olds that stay married as long as I have, not that it's been, it hasn't been decades, but we're in year seven. Yeah. I mean, and, it's been, uh, it's been a, it's been a little while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I've got, most of my friends are, are not even dating. You have been married for most of the time that I have known you. I have been married for all of the time that you've known me. No, you're right. Two months. Yeah. Three months. I, I knew you shortly before you were married. Because, because you Wow, that's crazy. You uh, and I became acquaintances late in the spring of 2010. Yep. And we became, I'd say we became friends probably mid-summer once we started kind of hanging out outside of work and stuff. Yeah. It's been seven years. That's crazy. Seven years this summer. Man. This spring. Yeah. Our friend anniversary, our friend anniversary is, is, uh. Maybe it's coming three up. months, three months away, two months. Yeah, it's exciting, man. We're gonna have to celebrate. It's gonna be right around the time our podcast hits the one year mark. Yeah, so that's maybe, actually that's very true. It's gonna be really close, so maybe we'll we'll have an extra special episode. We'll have to do an extravaganza episode. Actually, you know what's funny about that is I'm pretty sure that's gonna be around the, the time you're getting married. So all three of those also true. <laughs> I, I, I want to say I need to look check the log. I want to say our first episode was in was it in May of last year? I either either late May or early June. I want to say May, um, and I can double check that. If it's wh- what's your wedding date? May twenty eighth. May twenty eighth. So it's going to be within a month. All three of those things. Oh, let me tell you something real quick while I'm looking this up because I just saw Life After. I looked up that podcast. It's my first fictional podcast. Did, did we talk about this yet? Uh, other not than me asking you what it, it was. Yeah, not since you've listened to it. Okay, so. Um, yeah, since then I, I am on episode five Okay, and it is May 3rd. So almost April, we started oh, wow. the first, first week of May. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. So we will hit our one year here before you get married. So right on good. Booyah podcast. 
Don't forget who came first. Good. My wedding won't get in the way. Your wedding won't interfere. Hopefully Cecilia does not listen to this episode. I'm well, sorry. We'll find, I love you. We'll find out. This will be the test. She yeah. listens. Um, so I... Do you love it? Love it. It's my first fictional podcast. I I'm love... I'm so happy. I, and it's not going to replace other podcasts for me because I like the content I get from all the other podcasts, like the real, the real stuff. But yeah. I really enjoyed closing my eyes and being able to like paint pictures of like the sound effects are really mm-hmm. cool. The mm-hmm. footsteps and the doors and the breathing and it's you, really like you're, you're there. Yeah. The sound engineering is really, really good. Like you, you end up taking it for granted. It's so good. Yeah. I, I definitely, I did not, that's a new world for me. I didn't know that existed. It's, so if you're listening to this and you want to try something different, if you haven't done a fictional podcast, there's a bunch of them. I actually looked up the top 10 last night Yeah. because I want to do more when I'm done with this one. Yeah. Um, both the ones you mentioned are on there. Yeah. By GE. Um, the I, the first one is in the same stream. It is. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And you said that's good too? It's Yeah, it's really good. It's different. Um, it's different than Life, da- Life After. It's more of a like an alien science fiction what's what's oh, that's cool yeah i i accidentally listened to the first 10 minutes because i thought i saw life after and just hit play and that's yeah. where i was and i was like this is different they just, than what we it's smart because they kept they kept everything in the same stream and just changed the name of the stream yeah it's but, genius yeah because yeah. now people are going to get double the listens um so i it, black mirror came up last time you brought that podcast up yeah everybody the, everything i read about the podcast says that it compares it to black mirror yeah. Um, I want to say the podcast came first. I am episode. I'm pretty sure the podcast came out first. Yeah. So I don't know exactly where they're headed, but I got to say it is really this close. The story, like the premise, the premise is similar. Did you see the episode last time we talked? You hadn't seen it yet. I saw it. Right. You did see it. Yeah. So the, the premise is very similar. But Um, I feel like they're going to end it differently because of what's involved here with the, the the premise is the only thing that's the same. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, so I've already covered that in my first yeah. few episodes. So now, I, yeah, it's really cool. So, um, sorry if you're listening, um, and that rabbit trail bored you, and you're not into fictional podcasts at all. But that happened this week as well. I should have brought that up on my weekly report. It's it's good. It's a good one. I recommend it to anybody. It's pretty cool. We're not I even mean, sponsored. It, we are on a podcast, so why not? If you had a podcast experience during the week, why not take a second to bring it up, right? True story. It's in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, so for me, other than like gearing up to go back to school, we've gotten some some more like wedding details worked out. Um, so that's starting to feel more real uh, as we approach it. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. I've been awesome, working man. and uh, I've been I've been writing some music here and there when I feel inspired. Very cool. Um, I've been working on my jazz piano. I don't know if I said that last time we were on here, but I'm really yeah, I like to... it. Inspired by La La Land, right? Inspired by which inspired... I, which I still have not seen. I am. I'm and gonna, I'm, I'm gonna own that movie so hard. I'm being told that I need to see it. So, well, I has anybody else it. brought it up yet, or is it still just? Me? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Good. I mean, my my thing, like nobody. Uh, so many of my friends were like, "What's La La Land?" And I'm like, I, "Okay, Golden Globes aside, the." They they took every award. That doesn't always mean it's yeah. the better. You know, it's a great film. But before to, the Golden Globes, I in te- comparison, there will be blood won God knows how many awards, and that is the most 
underrated freaking movie. boring oh, okay. movie I have ever seen in my whole entire well, life. I thought you were going to say that nobody talked about it and then it won all the awards, kind of like La La Land. Oh, no. So, there Will Be Blood I, back in its day was kind of I like will say this about La La Land. Like, it's got some part I don't I don't think it's boring though um cuz the, the way the movie runs it's a musical like I, I'm telling you man like the Debbie Reynolds singing in the rain Ryan Gosling gave her like a tribute and said they watched singing in the rain every day or at least a por- portion of it before they went out there cuz it I literally like was I like that I love was, singing in the rain that movie was literally inspired by Debbie Reynolds performance in singing in the rain Emma Stone's performance um th- so I know a lot of straight guys don't go super deep into the musical stuff i love musicals me too so uh anyways if you love musicals and you like singing in the rain it it's really i told you this before it's so refreshing i think the point are you giving yourself a massage right now no i'm my back itched so i'm using a massager but i'm scratching my back Mm, that's the life you sounded you sounded alarmed for a second. Like, are you are you really doing that in front of me right now? <laughs> no, I mean it was okay. I didn't like if the topic was stressing you out. And you oh no to, no no! Get, I it's just, like my back is itched for a second, and I tried the TV remote first, and that didn't work. Oh, that's what you so, were doing. Yeah, I saw that. Like Jan on the Office, like she's just stressed in the moment. She just sniffs her candle. She's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> I thought you were just like get like just started like massaging yourself mid podcast because you didn't like what I was saying. Nope, I just had a back itch. We're good. Gotcha. Now. Good. I feel better. Um, I don't know how we ended up. Oh yeah. So, uh, the King's speech, I still haven't seen that, but it won, it won every, see, and it won all the awards. And so many people were like, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I, and it may be a great drama like that for me. Yeah. It may be a great movie. I'm not, I haven't seen it. Like I said, but, um, (sighs) jazz piano juicing, that's where I was headed. So I'm still doing the things that I've really pursued to start off the year, which is, health and um music which are two important things to me so right i'm still uh, i saved those documentaries on netflix um but i have not watched uh, them yet. casey has there's one called forks over knives she wants me to watch that i haven't yet but her and her mom watched it and it's great huh. and then there's one called engine two i think it's about a firefighter who goes shopping with people shows them what they should eat and what they shouldn't eat and why and then That's goes cool. home with them and shows them how to cook it that sounds awesome. Like, yeah, like it's it's like a breakdown like for idiots like most people self included huh. when it comes to, you know, when you're at the grocery store or at least I was that way. Once you the cool thing is once you get into a habit like yeah, when I went a couple weeks ago is my first time really getting healthy again. I spent an hour in the produce aisle. The night that I text you I was going to get a juicer and I was really, you know, I spent an hour in the produce aisle. I went in yesterday got the same th- you know, basket full, but even better. And it took me five to 10 minutes. Cause you know, you got to bag that stuff. You got to go price it, all that. So you get to a point where it's just a routine. You know what you're looking for. You throw it in the bag, you tie it up. And, right. um, and once you have that routine down, just like people's routine is, you know, pull into the McDonald's, McDonald's drive through or, um, grab a, grab a pizza on the way home. Yeah. Kind of work that same routine. It takes a couple extra minutes, but your body will thank you. That's what they say. I'm I'm trying to get fit myself. I just started working out again. Good for um, you, man. I'm watching what I eat. Got to look good for the wedding. Got to so, look good for the wedding. Um, I got I got in pretty good shape for my wedding. I had. It's actually kind of weird because I got in really good shape within the year, 
But then a couple months within the wedding, I gained like 10 pounds because I was living with, uh, I was living up in, in Michigan City. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating pizza every night. And, you know, because we I was living with a couple dudes. So we were just yeah. living, living La Vida Loca. Living large. I came large. up and I came up and visited a couple times while you guys were up there. Yeah. Yeah, times. exactly. So you got to witness. I mean, that's. That Dude, and that, like, that place was always freaking stocked with. Yeah, it was chips and cookies. <laughs> yeah. Asinine his amounts stove, of snacks. He didn't use his stove. For anything but to just pile storage. up, yeah, storage of <laughs> chips and cookies and brownies. Uh, it was great. All things. And he was and he was always good. like, "Dude, take it. Whatever, <laughs> just grab something. Whatever you want." And he always had. I don't know if you remember this, but he always had um, one of those like meat and cheese things yep. in the fridge. Yep. So you always, at all times, you had like Dude, crackers, that's what meat I've been, and cheese. That's what I've been snacking on like nonstop because it's all it's all just like protein. Yeah. So meat and cheese, man. That's meat and cheese. Turkey. I've been doing a lot of uh, like turkey, turkey meat. Um, it's my bef- Sorry. Before I forget. We've, no, it's okay. Before I forget. covered a lot of personal things in the first 25 minutes of this That's episode. all right. All I, right. I feel like if people don't know by now that this is what happens, they're probably new. In which case, welcome. Hi. <laughs> um, and if you left because it wasn't the episode you were expecting, then fine. We didn't need those guys anyways. I'm glad that you are all, yeah, all are right. still here. They'll be back next week, though. They'll be I back next week. That. So don't tell them I said that when they're back because it'll be awkward. Before I forget, we got a new review. Um, oh, did we really? I, yeah, that I wanted to shout out real oh, that's quick. That's exciting. Um, it's from a, <laughs> a user named... Um, you know what? I'm not going to give his name because I feel like it's too close to his real name, and I didn't contact him before. This, so <laughs> I'm just sued? gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna read his uh, his review. The subject line is great content. It's a five star review, and he said, "I now look forward to every Tuesday thanks to here's the thing. The pod, this pod provides great content, and it never disappoints." This pod? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've actually. He shortened it to pod. That's kind of cool. So um, thank you to that user. You know who you are. I very much appreciate it. And I, um, I'm going to reach out and thank you uh, via message as soon as I get a chance. I really appreciate it. Um, okay. I, Tyler, I had a thought this past week. And it just occurred to me. Just, you know how random thoughts sometimes pop into your head? You think no. of things. Do I ever? And you're like, huh, that's a thought. Well, that <laughs> happened to me this week, um, except when it popped into my head, it freaking blew my mind, and I can't stop thinking about it. Okay. Because I've never had this thought before, and I've never heard anybody else talk about this. Okay. I'm excited, man. I'm so excited. The thought that popped into my head was, did static shock exist back in biblical times? Did static shock exist? Um, okay. And That's, if it that did, is... if it did, what the hell do you think they thought it was? Okay, when you say static shock, you mean just like when two people touch each other that thing where it's like that ah, or like sorry. if you're 
if you're in kind of a you. dark room, if you touch something metal, like you can see a spark. Like yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I want to know if that you existed. know what I haven't been shocked in a while, like literal like actual like years. I think I don't remember the last time a person touched me and it shocked me. Oh man, I I deal with it almost every day during the winter here. Oh, we need to talk about this for a second because I'm gonna come back to your thought, but we need to figure that out. I used to get shocked all the time. Well, where were you though? Where did you live when you? I'm were trying shocked? to think. Yeah. Um, well, I don't have carpets anymore, and I don't know I, if that has something to do with like socks I on think, carpets. Maybe I think that contributes because like when I was a kid. We used to build up static electricity on purpose by rubbing right. your socks on the carpet. Yeah, I remember that. And then, um, not like I remember you doing that as a kid. I didn't watch. I wasn't around. Right, but you could conceive of that happening. Yes, I remember that being a thing that... And I know when it's wintertime here, when it's colder, the air tends to be <clears throat> much more dry. Okay. Which can induce static shock. Oh, okay. I so... don't know what the science there is. I just know that that's a thing. Uh, I, I, um, I don't wear sweaters like I used to. That's probably part of it. Dude, I, I, that's really interesting. Sorry, I'm, there was a sound and it sounded like a huge house fly in the same room Mm -hmm. as me. (laughs) <laughs> like huge dude the biggest yeah. fly i've ever heard in my life i don't yeah, know if my no, mic I'm picked wa- it up I'm, watch- I'm watching you look for it it's i'm pretty sure it's a house fly it's either that or it's like construction equipment outside that's how loud <laughs> this thing is but it sounds exactly like a fly and it's freaking me out anyway yeah i don't i don't know exactly all the factors that contribute to static shock however i know that it's something in the winter time here that i deal with pretty often and like it so it happened to me i touched a doorknob and i got shocked like i usually do and then i was like oh yeah static shock is weird you know like you see that little like spark if you're if it you know the conditions are just right and then i was like what what did people like thousands of years ago think that was because we just recently as humanity as a whole we just figured out what electricity was like a few hundred years ago so what did those people think static shock was is my question hmm like hmm. did they think did they were you know because people were used to be super 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 superstitious and so what did they think that like you know the gods were angry or you know, you were cursed or like you were blessed maybe because you had that power in you or something or like the object you were touching was cursed or I like, and I looked it up. I did internet searches and I couldn't find anything on it. Interesting. I mean, if you, if, if they did know what it was, is there any way somebody could harness it to Cause I don't know exactly. Well, that's how what that I works. started thinking. Like, okay, if they did know what it was, then why did it, did take, it take us so long? until yeah. like the 18th century to start figuring out ways to use electricity? Yeah, that's interesting. Like, it does that doesn't make sense to me. And then, so I I said this to somebody the other day, and they were like, "Well, maybe maybe humanity did." find ways to harness electricity and then we lost all that information during the dark ages but i don't 
think so. Because that's something <laughs> that would have been passed down at least by word of mouth. Right. You know, people would have been like, dude, you're not going to believe it. I know things are horrible now and like none of us even know how to read. But dude, <laughs> my grandpa used to tell me stories about how they had like you would just flip a switch and lights would come on and like electric vehicles would just drive around like that stuff would have been somebody would have talked about that. So we would have had at least an oral history of that sure. through the dark ages. But I, I don't know. So like among I found one interesting thing and it's not exactly the answer, but I found one interesting thing amongst all of my internet searches into this subject. And it is an article that says it's titled it's on Gizmodo and it's titled the engineer who said that the Ark of the Covenant was a giant capacitor. Um, and basically, <laughs> <laughs> basically the idea um, that this guy is putting forth is that, uh, you know, in the Bible, the, one of the lessons about the Ark of the Covenant is look, don't touch. Um, and then there's a story about an Israelite named Uzzah that touched the Ark of the Covenant and he was quote unquote struck down by God. Um, in 1933, this engineering professor theorized that the real cause of death was 10,000 volts of static electricity. So what he's saying is the scientific interest in the construction pointed out by professor Rogers was that the acacia wood box about 40 inches long and slightly less than 30 inches in width and depth, not only was lined with gold teal on the inside, but overlaid with some metal without this, according to professor Rogers is the first step that any modern boy with a flair for electrical uh, experimentation will take to create a Leyden jar. I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming mm. he's going to explain it. Um, except that in the Leyden jar, a glass receptacle is coated on the inside and outside with tin foil instead of gold. Then, with the aid of a rod with a small knob at the top and a short chain at the bottom, which is inserted through the cork so that the chain can make contact with the bottom of the jar, the young experimenter is ready to collect small charges of bottled lightning. But the Ark of the Covenant was much larger, uh, a much larger condenser. Um, the divine directions called for the creation of two cherubim of pure gold to be placed on a gold slab or quote unquote mercy seat over top the ark. These cherubim professor Rogers explained make up what he believes to have been the positive pole of the circuit. This is totally feasible. Yeah. He explained that it is known among physicists that a difference of potential exists between the earth and the air, which may be collected in electrical charges under certain favorable conditions. It was explained that even slight movements of heat rising and smoke, such as from burning sacrifices or even incense would distribute lesser charges of static electricity. This professor, professor Rogers explained may have accounted for the collecting of volts powerful enough to cause death. What? So, well, this, oh, wow. Okay. This leads into next week's. It does. I was going to say, we, we got to be careful. We can't give away too much. No, I don't want to scare. I just want to say next, I don't want to scare away people from next week's episode before we get to it. But but I just want to say I could totally buy that explanation. Man, ten thousand volts of electricity built up because of like burnt sacrifices and incense. That's a lot of metal. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. This guy might be onto something. What does that do though for? What does that do for Nikolai Tesla and his like you know what I'm saying like what, what um 
it's just really weird. That's a long ways before electricity was discovered and invented. I know that's a whole yeah, conversation that's, too that we that's, give. That's why they explained it by like God struck that guy down for touching this thing. Oh, you think it's like a conspiracy? Like let's cover no, no. that up and let this be the reason that this happened? No, I don't think it was a conspiracy. I think that's what they thought. I think they thought God oh, killed oh, the guy. I, I, yeah, sure, sure. Like they didn't know that they didn't know they had invented electricity. Right. They didn't know that that static electricity. They didn't know was what that they had on. the. They didn't know they had the power. No pun intended. They didn't know that they had the power to. Right. Take what they had and make light and yeah, everything we have today. They by, didn't understand what was happening they by just learning knew, how to create and harness it. They just knew that they had a sacred relic and a guy touched it and died. Wow. And so God struck him down. Obviously. Wow. Isn't Man. that crazy? That's crazy. That's I, so really interesting. I'm not a scientist. And if there is somebody that knows a lot more about this stuff, um, listening, I would love to know your thoughts on this theory because I'm not the smartest person in the world, but this seems totally feasible to me because what about- even the way they carried it, dude, they wouldn't have discharged the electricity because of the way they carried it. They put those poles in it like in the wood part and they carried it by the poles so that like it wouldn't have discharged the electricity that way. Hmm. Hmm. I'm dude. I'm, I'm well, fascinated with this now. That's really interesting. You have to send me that article cause I need to actually look at it a little bit. I'll, I will email it to you. I'm doing it right now. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, even people that aren't interested in, in the topic still need to understand like, how big of a like it's something that we everybody unless you're Amish and if you're Amish you're not listening to this anyway so it's all good um everybody well unless you're unless it's the middle of Rome Springer and you decided that your choice the thing you wanted to do as soon as you were allowed to is listen to our podcast in which I'm honored I appreciate you being here Amish teenagers uh but anyways um yeah that's that's really cool that's really um, I guess what I was going to say is even if it's something that you're not intrigued with, it still has a lot to do with electricity as we know it today. Yeah. And that's a whole thing too. Like if electricity had been invented by then, I wonder if that would, if we'd be so far ahead now, if we'd have solar panels, if solar panels would have been invented in the early sixties, seventies, eighties. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I feel like it's like anything like, if if we had been harnessing electricity thousands of years ago instead of hundreds of years ago, I I can't imagine that we wouldn't be further ahead sure. than we are now. I like I I feel like that sure, only leads electricity only like a lot of things you you can't say that with because other things had to be invented first for it to be a practical application. And if that thing yeah. wasn't invented in, in the you know until 10, 15, 20 years ago, then it wouldn't have made a difference. But something like that, electricity, if you learn how to harness it and use it, and it's a standalone thing, to yeah. a degree. I mean, you got to have, you know, you got to have conduct, like you just, you got to know how to harness it and use it. But I feel like if you had done that that early on, we'd be, we'd be doing some different things. Yeah, we'd be living on Mars by now. Well. <laughs> I mean, that's thousands of years jump. Yeah. We probably would. But what does the the earlier invention of electricity have to do with getting us to Mars? Well, because that's like hundreds, you, that's thousands think, of years that we didn't spend doing other stuff. Yeah. And it's possible that if electricity had been invented that much sooner, all the things that need electricity, like computers and internet and everything else would have been that's invented sooner as well. That's what I'm saying. It just moves things up. Like, 
So maybe it is the one of those earlier, things that's not that standalone. If you have that. Yeah. The earlier you, that we harness electricity, the earlier all that stuff right. happens. Ah. I just, I need to know what they thought static shock was. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine that it just happened and they were like, right, oh, listen. there's that thing happening again that nobody knows <laughs> what it is. Many, many podcasts ago, you said if you had a time machine, your choice time would be to go or your the thing you'd want to do most would be to <laughs> go, go back to, to medieval, medieval times, times and, invent and invent the, the zipper. The zipper. <laughs> Are you saying that you might be willing to trade out that opportunity to it, go okay. back to Bible times and ask somebody what no, they no. think static shock is? Well, I would do that while I was there. But yes, I would change it to going back thousands of years now to like biblical time Israel and I would just show them I would just show them what Benjamin Franklin was doing with all of his like little tinkering experiments with like sure. making a little electrical sparks and I'd be like hey this is a thing d- d- do something with this like just keep doing this until you figure out something that this can be used for and then I would come back here and live in my space mansion in <laughs> your space man your space mansion here on earth yeah, why not? All right. Maybe it's a mansion that at any given time can just detach itself from gravity and float up to space and See, now now you're now you're thinking. I'm, now I'm thinking like Josh. Yeah, that's progressive right there. Um I, so that just I like I can't I haven't been able to stop thinking about that since Yeah. It came into my head. That's an intriguing little thought and it's cool to think and it's also super frustrating to think there's thousands of little thoughts like that. Yep. And we just got to unwrap them unwrap them and chew on them for a little bit and maybe even swallow them down digest them see what comes out the other end i'm going to like i'm going to keep (laughs) reading on this and i'm going to keep thinking about it i can't i need to know yeah super interesting yeah um so totally unrelated to that but related to your quote earlier i've got a lot of burps going on i don't know if you noticed i'm like working through them but you are um, you're, do, you're doing the best you can with what you I have. heard I heard a quote from somebody the other day and um you reminded me that I heard this quote so I figured I'd share it with you since you shared a quote right. and it is this it's it's got a few different layers to it so you got to let it sink in the quote is this wait before there, you go into it yes because you said let it sink in. Have you seen the meme of a sink standing outside of a door and it says let that sink in? Uh, yeah, I like that. That one really, really got me. Like that's my humor. For anybody listening that's wondering what my sense of humor might exactly be, I laughed really, really hard at that picture. Yeah. All right. That's, that's my kind of stuff too. Continue. Okay. <laughs> so the quote is this. There is a difference between doing your best – and doing everything you can. I love it. I love it. And I heard that in the most unlikely of places, but there's a, there's a YouTuber that I follow. He's a comedian. His name is Mike Falzone. Um, he actually also has a podcast, um, a couple, but he's one of my favorite people. He's like, he's a genuinely good person. He likes to help people. A lot of his videos are advice videos and he's not like, you know, screw those people like you do you no matter what anybody says like he's not like the 
forgive the term because I am one, but he's not one of those millennial, like <laughs> you can do anything you want type advice guys. It's like super practical down to earth, like good advice. Um, and like he does some other like comedy sketches too and, and stuff like that. But on, on one of his advice videos at the very end of the video, he said that his dad had said that to him in a conversation one day. And then he was like, I love him. My dad says to quote him. I love him. My dad says shit like that. Hmm. But like he was like the whole point of the video was, was that like when you're, when you feel like you're up against the wall and you're doing, you are doing your best, you know, like the question is, do you like when you've done your best yeah. and it's not working, do you walk away? And he said, that's, you know, his dad told him there's a difference between doing your best and doing everything that you can. Right. And that's, yeah, because that's our standard, our it. standard for what we consider our best is maybe different than doing all that you can. And that yeah. applies to a lot of things, man. I freaking love that. It's really good as a guy that's been doing sales type things. I hate the term sales, but I don't cause it's great. And I've made a great living doing it. Honestly, um, I was going to say there's, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. You're yeah. Doing, I, you're I've, doing I've, the legit. Yeah, stuff. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so. but doing what I've done, that's a great quote because I will leave certain places and think, you know, I did my best. That's all I could do or leave a person or, you know, whatever, you know, it just applies. It applies to that so well. Yep. And then I, I'll catch myself thinking, you know what though, that's the best I can do based on where I place myself now. Like the level I've put myself at, the bar that I've set for myself, I just did the best that I expect of myself. That's exactly the thought I had. Yeah, I did the best that I expect of myself, but maybe my expectations are too low. If I did everything I possibly could, it seems nuts, it seems crazy, but probably probably could have gotten a different outcome. Yeah. That's exactly the thought I had. Like it's we when we do our best and walk away thinking that's all you can do, and you've heard people say it like Oh, you did your best. That's all you can do. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, two different things. No, it's not. It, it's like, dude, it's like anything. You know, you watch like these playoffs in the football the football season, these playoffs. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. I don't know if you're following a whole lot, but I, I love the sports ball. I gotta tell you. Sports ball. The, the, uh, the Cowboys lost. I know that. It was all over do, the social media. We all yeah, we all know that. But anyways, um but that's a great example. So you take the Cowboys game, right? Cowboys and Packers yesterday. And I was pulling for the Cowboys. I'm a Vikings fan, so wouldn't have been a Horrible thing for the Packers to have lost, but it's fine. You don't know why, probably, I want the Packers to lose, do you? Because they're they're in your division. Whoa. Do you know who else is in the division? I The teams that are located in the same area. <laughs> if I thought for a second, I could think of them. Well, I'll give the you The Bears. Hint. Yeah, that's a big one. There's uh, one more. The Lions. That's it. You got there them. There you go. You are a sportsman. I'm a sportsman. You're a sportsman. I love it. Um, okay, so um, that quote applies directly to that. Like these two, like you got these physical specimen. These guys are ridiculous. There's 11 guys on the field for each team. They spend their lives bulking up to be exactly what they need to be for that position. Yep. They aren't that different. When they run a 40 meter, they're within split seconds of one another. So, you know, when they work out, your their muscle mass is within a small percent of one another. And yet one guy's stats are off the charts above the other guy. And I know there's chemistry and there's your offensive line and there's people that make a difference, how you run, how you throw, how you catch. But I think 
sports is a great analogy because you actually get stats. Like a lot of stuff in life, you don't people don't walk around with stats on their back. Well, those guys yeah. do. They yeah. literally have stats for everything they do. Yep. And I think a big reason that a lot of guys' stats are what they are, it's not, you know, it, yes, it's a support system. And as a team, the all-you-can mentality probably makes a difference as a team as well. But when you have individuals that are coming into it with that mindset that, you know, I'm going to literally leave it on the field. If I have to leave here in an ambulance, there's a lot of guys that do, mm-hmm. you know, there's guys lately snapping bones in half and stuff on their legs. But these guys go into it saying, I am literally going to do everything that I possibly can to win this game, to be the best at what I do. Yep. And I think that makes a big difference in the guys that are like, well, you know, I didn't have a good game, but I did my best because their standard for so many years from middle school and high school, college, you know, all their years playing the position they play, their standard has been X amount of yards per game. Yep. X amount of catches per game. Yep. Um, X amount of tackles per game, depending on whatever the position they're in. And so when they make that many tackles or they run that many yards or make that many catches or throws, completions, whatever, that's, that's, that's what they leave saying, you know, we lost, but I did my best. And the next guy runs double the amount of yards and double the, and you, the excuse is, well, he's just really good. He's better. He did his best. I did my best. He just had a lot more. Well, maybe his best is a completely different world than yours or than the guy that didn't make the team because his best wasn't good enough because his best was, I, I think the moral of the story, not to be like, cheesy but i think the moral of the story is if everybody really did everything that they did in life to the absolute best of their ability gave it all that they had anybody could have anything they want pretty much pretty much if you're pursuing if you're trying to be a running back in the nfl and you you go out there and you you know you create your own opportunities and you leave it all in the field and you I think that's what separates the guys that that make it and the ones that, you know, I don't think it's just athleticism. That's a part of it, but I don't think there's guys you look at, they're shorter than everyone else. They don't look as big. And, you know, people just say, like, it's amazing that they can do that being their height. Or it's because yeah. they know no limits. They say, yeah. this is, you know, this is my bar I've set for myself and I'm going to do it. Yep. I, like, I used to hate – I used to hate when coaches, Mr. Hassey, if you're listening, sorry. (laughs) I used to hate when coaches would say your best is not good enough because I used to think it freaking is like, it's my best. That's why it's called my best because it's my best. So it's good enough (laughs) because it's my best. That makes me think of that Dane Cook bit. And yeah, when he's crying, (laughs) I did my best. I did my best. So like I used to, I used to think like, yes, yes, it is my best. Yeah. You know, like, yes, that is good enough. But like, this is a humbling thought, but like, no, that's not good enough. Like your best is fine. That's like you said, like that's the standard you set. Yeah. That's the bar you set for yourself. And maybe it's really, really good. Maybe it is like your personal best, but your best doing your best is not the same as doing everything that you can do. So like it's humbling because you know, like we all, that applies. I mean, mean, let's, let's break it down to, let's break it down to real life. You know, picking up this new job for me, which I know I've already hit on. I've worked more. I told you I had a day this week where I got up at five thirty, 
Mm-hmm. I worked through lunch. I didn't take one sec. I didn't check messages. I didn't get on Facebook. I didn't do anything that wasn't the job or driving between jobs. 110% focus. Got up at 5.30, laid my head on my pillow at 12.30. Actually, it was a little bit later. I got home around 12.30, laid down around 1, 1.30. That day, I've never had a day like that. I don't know that I've had many days where I work half that many hours Actually, probably not. Where I've worked half that many hours, start to finish, and without a break. And if I did, I'm sure I complained about it and said, oh, man, nine hours. I didn't even get a lunch break. I worked so hard. You do that on a 19-hour day. And then it it literally is. This is a great example. So this week is the first time I've done anything like that. I didn't know I was capable of that. And then I slept a few hours and did something very similar the next day. And... It's so funny how we are. You know, I listened to that podcast. Um, I think it was actually when Rich Roll, the guy, I don't know if you listened to that one yet, but it's when I Rich Roll. I still haven't heard it. So great, man. He says to Pete Holmes, he says, you know, my day was so jam-packed start to finish that I, I said to myself, you know, if I'm going to start this juicing lifestyle and I'll, if I'm going to make time to do this the right way, then uh, I got to... I got to change things because there's no free time in my day. I have nothing. And he said what he decided to do was keep a log of every minute of his day and account for it. When he went to the bathroom, when he took a shower, when he ate something, when he drove some, you know, everything he did, he kept a log of what he did. And then of course work right at the end of the day, he found hours of free time in his extremely busy day that he could, you know, if I cut a little bit off of this and I chop a little bit off of here, I can take these two hours. And then if I break these down, you got plenty of time to go to the store, buy what you need, you know, for him. This is where it applies. But buy what you need, you know, juice, yeah. pre- food prep, whatever. And you can work health, a gym, a 30-minute workout, you know, a 10-minute shower after your workout. And then, boom, mm-hmm. right back into your busy schedule that had no openings in it until you kept that journal and really saw what you had. So it's funny. I guess what I'm trying to say, full circle here, is – I think the the standard that we have when I at the end of the week when I say man I had such a crazy week I worked so many hours I'm so exhausted there's a guy right down the street from me literally who worked double the amount of hours and is saying the exact same thing and then there's a guy down the street from me that worked half the amount of hours who's saying the exact same thing yep. and we all did our best every yep. single one of us did our best yep. but we all have a different standard for ourselves and now that I had a couple of days like the one I had this week, I'll never be able to go back to working 10 hours in a day and saying, uh, Gary Vanderchuk was on the Rich Roll podcast, inversely. Yep. And he said Dude, the same thing. He said, I have now. Now he's ridiculous. He's but look, amazing. But, look, but he's all about that. But philosophy. look, it's insane what he does, the amount of hours he works. And his. he said, you know, the, the business owners that come to me and says, you know, they say to me, I, 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 you know, I've got my new business. I put in 50 hours this week. I put in 60 hours and I'm still not profitable yet. He literally said, screw those guys. Well, screw You're going out of business. You're not going to be successful. You put in 50, 60 hours. How many hours are in a week? I probably should know that number if I'm going to give this example and I don't. I have a general understanding, but I'm not going to say it because somebody out there is shouting it right now. Did, I feel like we figured it out. Once, we did. 168. We? Okay, there you go. So that's that's what he said. There's 168 hours in a week. You're starting this business. You want nothing more than this thing to be successful. And you're telling me you put in 60 hours, 108 hours you left on the table. Yeah. And he says this and I'm just like, whoo, like, I mean, it'll, 
it'll if you it'll dude, really get up you, in your head if you start stop if you stop to think about the difference and what you're capable of and what you're doing. Yeah, and if you know Gary Vaynerchuk's story, you know he's not just mm. like he's not yeah, he just talks, talking. He talks about that. Yeah, I came from nothing. His parents came where he where, was, or he's a uh, immigrant. The whole thing. Yeah, it's amazing. Immigrant family. They were dirt poor. They lived in a studio apartment with like seven people, and like you know, his dad started a little business, and so that's where he learned like just how to freaking work. And yeah, he's amazing. So it's that's a humbling thought, and it's something that stuck. Like you know how like. You hear things and it it kind of stings a little bit, but it sticks. And then yeah. you know, and that was up. that was that was one of them for me, man. That's why I brought. Man, this is crazy that you brought that up. We do this so it, like I know listeners probably think like they have this content prepared, but I just happened to hear some things this week. You had this that you brought to the table, and it all kind of comes together. But I'm really glad you brought that up. Such a simple thought. If anybody anybody listening leaves with anything. It would do every one of us a lot of good to look at what we're doing and think about how much time we're spending. I'm not saying it's not, I'm not saying don't go, uh, when I wrap up this podcast, I'm going to go bowling with some friends for a couple hours and yeah. it's going to be a I good s- time. Yeah. It's I spent be fun. most of my day to day playing video games. There so. you go. That's fine. It was a day off. But when you keep that, when you keep a log and you really stop and think about what you're doing. And if you're content with what you have, then that's fine. Keep doing what you're doing. You're a happy person. Live life, man. That's great. Contribute something to society. Yeah. And we're all we're all grateful for it. That's great. But if you're if you have any inkling of complacency with how you feel about your life or what you have or you know, what you're doing on a day-to-day basis, we all have the power to change that. Every single one of us. And it, it sounds so corny because it's oversaid by so many people. But man, it's it's crazy the amount of time people spend complaining and all they have to do is take that all that extra video game, Netflix and chill, bowling, sleeping, all the extra time and apply it towards chasing a dream and not just doing their best by their standard, but giving everything they have, putting everything they have, just completely depleting their tank putting it into that and they're going to get results. It's inevitable. Well said. And the people that don't, they're probably just doing their best. There you go. Drop the mic. <laughs> anybody that just like, if anybody skipped forward and just heard that sentence, they're like, what? Yep. I, th- I thought doing your best was a good thing. And he nope. just said, get out. If you're doing your best, <laughs> get out. <laughs> the people that aren't successful are probably just doing their best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was I like, I literally had that thought though. Like, yeah, it made sense I, to you because we're in the same. Think, I used to think doing my best was good. Yeah, but not not so much. I don't know. Not so so much. that stuck with me. I'm glad it resonated with you. Yeah, man, that's good. Uh, all right. Well, I'm inspired. I'm re-inspired. I was already inspired this week, and now I'm re-inspired. I'm ready to take on another week. So this is good stuff. All right. Well, we're gonna get at it then. Um, I I I think this is a good place to leave things. We talked about we talked about static shock back in in biblical times and what the heck they thought that was yep maybe the ark of the covenant was just a huge static shock absorber and discharger um who knows really i'm i'm gonna keep this article i emailed it to you tyler i'm gonna keep this article and we'll bring it up again next week um for next week's topic next week's topic guys listen 
I'm not just saying this because I want you to listen to, to next week's episode. I do want you to listen, but I think among the discussion that we're going to have, amidst the discussion we're going to have next week, there's a super important uh, truth that I think is going to be truth is the wrong word principle um, that we're going to be kind of exercising and talking about Um, Tyler, you asked me or we talked about, you didn't ask me. We talked about uh, your word for the year. Yep. This year and Casey's word for the year this year. Um, I know what mine is. Oh, you got a word. Awesome. Yes. So we're going to talk about it. It's it's part of next week's thing. So we're going to talk about it next week. Um, it's it's important. Not necessarily the specific discussion that we're going to have next week, although I think that's important too. But the principle as a whole I think is extremely important, and I think it's something that needs to at least be thought about sure. by everybody. So Well, I'm excited. Um, next week's going to be good. It's it's probably going to make some people a little bit angry, um, and that's okay. I'm sorry if it does. Uh, I guarantee it's going to interest at least interest everyone. Um, so well, come back next ma- week. The majority. It's going to interest the majority. I I mean I think anyone would be interested to at least peek in and sure and see. Well, that would be this would be a good time since we kind of plug next week to bring up the the record day that we had this past week. That's true. So we had evidently something piqued somebody's interest somewhere because <laughs> we had, we had a record download day in one day. Um, a couple days ago, back on the 13th, we had over a thousand downloads in one day, which that was, was our first time hitting the four digit mark. Yeah. In, in, a, day. Day. Um, in a day. So that was, that was really cool. Um, and I don't I, know why they're listening, but man, it's, but they are, it's great. I uh, I found that out because I was looking at our stats, um, because I'm a I like I like to see progress. I like to see I like visual representations of data. Yeah, if that makes sense. Sure, I love it. And so I was looking at um, our quarterly listener uh, counts, and they've gone up steadily um, and by a decent number every quarter. Thank since you. We all started for being. Here. Uh, yeah, it's awesome, and that's that's not because we're. Look, I'm not this I don't mean this to sound any other way than what I'm saying. We don't we're not doing any marketing for this podcast, at least not yet. So all of the listens that we've got are yeah, from we're, we're just we're just trusting our listeners yeah, to keep coming back and it's great. It's from we're grateful. Yeah, regular listeners and word of mouth and stuff like that. It's, it's very humbling because it doesn't really make sense. But no, they just keep on coming back and but, sending positive messages and so far giving great positive reviews and it's yeah, it's exciting. So we're thankful for that. Um, we are, but yeah, that's how I found that out. Uh, because I was looking at our, our, our numbers and then I was looking at it a little, a little more broken down, a little more granular. And then I ended up on the day to day and that day popped up and I was like, well, all right, right, right on. So, right. um, yeah. I'm pleased so, to announce great. also, uh, <laughs> that we are on Stitcher and Google play as well as SoundCloud and iTunes now. Um, so if you prefer to get your podcasts, any of those other places, we are on all of those places under the same name. Here's the thing. So you can check us out there. Um, this would also be a good time to tell you that if you want to reach out and talk to us, look, I'm super interested, honestly, if there's somebody that knows more about the subject of static electricity 
And whether or not it would have occurred back in biblical times, I'm almost positive it would have. And whether or not it's feasible, what that article said about the Ark of the Covenant, I would love to hear from you because you probably know more about it than me. And I just want to know. Yeah. I think it's interesting. So if you want to reach out to us, great. Yeah, that'd be great. If you have a quote that you would like to share with us that you thought is inspiring or something that stuck with you, that'd be awesome. If you just have a random thought or if you want to tell us about that weird mole you found, you could do that too. Still waiting to hear about that mole. Still waiting. So, um, (laughs) like I said, we're on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash here's the thing cast. Um, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash here's the thing cast. You can email us at here's the thing cast at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter at HTTCast. That platform admittedly gets a little more neglected than the others. I'm sorry for all you Twitter people. <laughs> um, yeah, I read an article this week that Twitter, Twitter use is declining. I like, can see like, that. Other than like celebrities. So doing, is Facebook. Like, yeah, it it's is. all going to Snapchat well, and Instagram now because that's look, man, I've been on Snapchat and Instagram for a couple of years now. I mean, I'm on I'm on all four. Actually, I mean, I've got my little social folder on my iPhone has right. all four. But those two I've been saying for a while now, and I think it's because it's refreshing the small circles you have in those in those. I can see that two different platforms. So yeah. you can kind of you can kind of limit. I mean, Instagram, you can hashtag and bring other people in, obviously. But it's cool how limited and non-political it stays on those two platforms especially snapchat snapchat you're not saying something just to get attention from all the other yeah. commenters yeah 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 you can leave a, a personalized comment it's just between for you me and the, and the poster for me the reason i'm not on instagram or snapchat um among other reasons but the main reason for me is that the content type doesn't really fit my preferences or my lifestyle I just prefer the type of the type of native content that happens on Facebook. Sure. Um, no, I, I get that. I mean, so. there's there's definitely a. Uh, it depends, man. Snapchat has got a lot of. I get a lot of positive reinforcement from people I follow on Snapchat. That's there's cool. no negativity on Snapchat. I've yet to find something really negative. So when I go that on is, it, that is refreshing. That's yeah, there's certain people on Snapchat that. You just watch. I mean, even comedians. You know, yeah. there's people on Snapchat. You get on there and you, you watch a couple videos, see what they're doing for the day, and it kind of, especially in the morning, you know, inspires you to get out there and, well, they're successful because this is what they're doing at 6 a.m. Yep. So I'm serious. Like it, it's although it, it, there's a lot of things you see that it's an inside look. You don't get a lot of on the bigger platforms. That's true. That's true. Although on Facebook, my my Facebook feed has become much less negative lately, um, because I've been without hesitation removing people weeding them out oh, i'm still on there so just freaking left and right man like i must i must not have said anything lately that no not yet i don't um, think i've made a facebook post in the last <laughs> like two years so that's true I should, be, I should be safe uh no man i just like my thought process is when i see something come across my news feed and i'm like i freaking hate that or that's annoying or i don't really care about that or want to see that my next thought is how often does that person post anything that I care about or want to see? Yeah. And if my answer to myself is rarely to never, they're gone. Mm. And I've, I've been doing that a lot lately. And my Twitter or Twitter feed, my Facebook feed has gotten much better. So it's working. Sweet, man. Anyway. I just um, thought about that. I, I've, 
unfriended probably five or six people. I'm not going to do the thing. I hate the thing people do when they're like, I just did. A, uh, I just unfriended yeah, a bunch that's... of people. If you're reading this, congratulations. You made the cut. <laughs> yeah. All right. I would remove that person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like if I see that again on my newsfeed, uh, they're like, I will, they're gone. I will remove them. Yep. And then I will hypocritically say, I will copy and paste and say what they just said, except I'll say, if you just said this thing, I also just removed you. Okay, then I'll, I will keep you. I and was going to say, if really, you were going to say the that, same thing, I'd have to remove you. But. <laughs> it's so dramatic because um, obviously if they're reading this, they're here. And if they're not, they didn't. So clearly your end game is that you want to get a message across to somebody by some mutual friend right. saying, oh, did you see what Tyler said on Facebook? That's crazy. And then they're like, what? Like, no, what? I, didn't, I didn't see that. Oh, no, he unfriended me. I must be one of those people. It's me. I'm going to be dramatic about it. Yep. And then Tyler's over here like, that's exactly what I wanted. Mission accomplished. End exactly. scene. Exactly. We. This was the biggest outro we've ever had. It's crazy. You need to start the music. You usually start the the outro music, like before you start giving the email. You know all the yeah, stuff. Yeah. This one. I'm gonna start... start it like halfway through the outro this time. <laughs> People are gonna be like, "Where's the music?" And then it's gonna come in. Or you could edit all this out for once, but I doubt. I doubt. When yeah, is something gonna I'll happen? totally I, do that. I need to find. I need to test the waters and see what you'll actually edit out. Look, now that we're not afraid to do anything we want to on this it's podcast. It's probably never going to happen, is There's it? probably nothing I'm going to feel the need to edit out from this All point right. forward. So. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. <laughs> okay, listeners, you guys are awesome. Thank you for telling people about the show and listening yourself. Um, reach out to us. Talk to us. We have questions that we know you have the answers to. And so share the answers people uh we're gonna meet right back here same time same place with another person to talk about something very important oh it should be here too. too it's a good one until next week see you later yes i did that